everyone, and welcome to Thursday Live Lessons. My name is Aldrin Guerrero, joined by Mr. Aaron the Voice. Now, for mercy, what's up, Aaron? What's up? And by Mr. Kahai the Legend for again. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> it is time. It's uh, it's Thursday, 1 p.m. Hawaii Standard Time. That means it's time to be answering all of your questions. So uh, what we do here is we get questions throughout the week. Um, we try to answer them as best as we can here. No matter how we get the questions, via UU Plus forums, via email, via whatever, via pss, pss, you know, whatever, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll answer you as best as we can. I'll try to give you my answer. These two guys will come in with their two cents. We'll come, try to come up with a super answer just for you as best as our three collective minds can. Also, if we don't, you know, if we don't get questions, we just do some nice discussions and stuff. Uh, it's a, it's a good time. So thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for watching. Thanks for joining us. Let's get started. First off, Kahai, what do you think? We turned the hat, baby. Uh, yeah, yeah. Snazzy, snazzy, what, snazzy? <laughs> Can they get this hat somewhere? Uh, nope. I don't know. Nope. Really? Oh, what up now? This, this limited edition hat <laughs> that is no longer on. Now I'm a hype beast, Kahai. Yeah. Wearing stuff that people can't get. You know, you couldn't get this color even if you had a person no genie. Yeah. You know that song? I'm so I'm surprised <laughs> that that hat isn't a play on Supreme or something. It should. Yeah. It should. I'm gonna I'm just gonna like in, in crayon put Supreme underneath <laughs> or something. Yeah, high beast, baby. <laughs> like uh I used to, when we used to go to Taco Bell, yeah. I used to go, Mom, can I get the Supreme? <laughs> So I put that like SU. Good answer. Secret. <laughs> uh, we back in the day, like um, the the keyboard to have was a um, was a Triton, like Korg Triton, and um, our keyboard player for our band back then, Seth McCumber. Um, he, he had like a Yamaha from the like, Radio Shack or whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we just we just put like duct tape over Yamaha and put Triton. Triton. <laughs> <laughs> like T R I T E N like Triton uh, and then Korg with a C <laughs> just over it just to make like you know like yeah it's our it's our tri- Korg Triton. <laughs> Good stuff. Um, yeah, we have a lot of stuff to talk about today. Uh, let's get started with some questions. Kahai, hit hit me with some. Uh, we didn't really have. A uh, question. It's kind of hard. Okay. Um, okay. Because in the forum, uh-huh. uh So there's a guy, and mm-hmm. it's actually pretty cool. Um, he asked for help with memorizing chord or scales. Hmm. Uh, and here, let me just read it. Yeah, sure. Um, I think the answer to this is just review and practice. But any suggestions on learning scales and scale patterns? I know the concept of whole, whole, half, whole, 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 half, mm-hmm. and I can figure out any scale by doing this, but I have a hard time remembering a particular scale other than C and F. Mm. Uh, after coming back to, uh, or uh, he has a hard time remembering a pr- particular scale after mm. coming back to it for the next practice session. Yeah. Uh, so in order to figure out whatever scale I'm looking for, I find the starting note, and then I figure out whole, whole, half, whole, whole, whole mm-hmm. half again. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, I think the answer is just practice, but I was cur- just curious if there are any tr- tricks or printed exercises that you felt were helpful. But then later on, uh, like I, I answered him and I said, yeah. oh, we'll talk about this in the yeah. live lesson and yes. like we'll kind of expand on this. But I, I answered him the the basic idea of movable chord shapes yeah. and like what yeah. you can do and stuff. Yep. And then he came back like immediately and he was like, oh, I, I actually figured it out by myself. <laughs> like it was a light bulb moment. <laughs> I was practicing and I'm like, oh, these are all the same and I can just move mm-hmm. them up and mm-hmm. down. Yep, yep. Yeah. So good. Good answer. Kai, Kai, 
Yeah, good job, man. God, doing us proud, but and so, we and we did cover it in Solo Secrets Reveal. Mm-hmm. I was too, just gonna say so. that. So Solo Secrets Reveal will be the place to go if you wanna really get proficient, get familiar with your uh, with your scales. Um, just regular major and minor scales. But we have, um, you know, we we do have what's called scale shapes over on uh, Solo Secrets Reveal. And what that is is if he already said he knows his C uh, C and F, right? So if you know your C. Kind of look at this like a box, okay? So zero, one, two, three is what is what you're playing, right? So in this like kind of range of uh, of your fretboard. So if you were to uh, kind of attach that to a uh, a pattern, it would be zero, two, zero, one, three, zero, two, three. That's talking about as as the like C strings, string, yeah. the E string, string and, and the, the A string. string. So zero, two on the C, on the E, zero, one, three. On the A, zero, two, three. So if you just to say it, it'd be zero, two, zero, one, three, zero, two, three. If you do this um, all, you know, all throughout your fretboard, just like how this is a G, this is a G sharp, this is an A, this is a B flat, this is a B, this is a C. Same thing. If this is a C, this must be C sharp. This must be a D. This must be a D sharp. This must be an E. This must be an F. Mm-hmm. So with that uh, starting and yeah. ending on the same note, so same you just note. line it up with the note mm-hmm. on the C string or the A string, mm-hmm. and and you have the scale for that. Yeah, that, exactly. Uh, so if it's uh, zero one two three, and we said zero two zero one three zero two three, if I were to try to figure out a D scale, I would figure out where the D laid on the C string. D laid, <laughs> uh, where the D is on the C string, which is C string second fret here. And I would just make this my zero. So zero, one, two, three. So these four, uh, you know, these four frets right here. I'll just try to emulate my C scale since I know that. So it'll be zero, two, zero, one, three, zero, two, three. Once again, so it'll be zero, two, zero, one, three, zero, two, three. And that's how I figured that out so fast. Um, shout out any uh, any note, guy. Give me any note, whatever note you want. Uh. And F sharp. F sharp. So pop, 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 pop. This is an F. This is an F sharp. F sharp scale. Yeah, right there. F sharp <laughs> scale. Right off the bat. Easy peasy. You know? So uh, if you check out Solo Secrets Revealed, you'll have all of your questions pretty much answered. Um, and it's like a, an efficient way to kind of know those because... Um, the minor scales are, you know, are like basically just the, that major scale, but you have to, um, you have to figure out whatever it is, uh, a step and a half up. So, for example, if you're trying to figure out an A minor scale, right? So just do that. Same. So a step and a half up from A, step and a half, B, C. If you know the C major scale, same thing as you know as your A minor scale. Same notes. It won't be uh, starting from A to A, but those will be the notes within your A minor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... It's and then I I explained too. It's like, like I said, F sharp, right? Yeah. But then if I said like, what what are the names of the notes in mm-hmm. F sharp for you? Yeah. Like you would still have to think like F sharp, G you sharp. You gotta go back yeah, and think exactly. about it. But yeah. but it, it you you don't need to know those yeah. things in order to play it. Right? Yeah. yeah, because you yeah. know the the shape. Yeah, the shape. Just yeah. just kind of play within that shape. You should be all good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and um, I think that's what most musicians mm-hmm. do is yeah. they don't necessarily. Or at at a certain point, they stop like mm. names of notes stop becoming important. It's mm-hmm. more about like 
oh, this shape or this muscle memory yeah. or yeah. like I, I can hear it like tonally I can hear yeah. it. And that's what's important, right? Yeah, yeah. So if you uh, if you check out um, Soul Seekers Revealed, all that stuff will be kind of explained. It'll also kind of show you some uh, some riffs and, and tips and tricks and stuff that you can do if you ever wanted to do solos. It also shows you a Mixolydian scale and just kind of doing this uh, this is what's called an Ionian scale. You know that just regular ma- major scale. Uh, mixing the Ionian scale with the Mixolydian scale. It's all. It it sounds really cool, and that's. You know, basically, what a lot of professional like ukulele players do when when they're uh, when they're soloing. That's what we call it. Solo secrets revealed because uh, professionals know this. And um, what is that, what is that clickbaity title? Like people got mad because he revealed this one secret. About the ukulele. <laughs> it's basically uh, yeah. that. Yeah. Also based on like um, Magic. magicians. Magic yeah, secrets, secrets revealed. revealed. Yeah. yeah. Um, well. When you okay, when we filmed that little 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 Easter egg, we filmed that. You guys said magic, but I actually uh, thought about like the uh, the wrestling secrets reveal. Uh, <laughs> it was uh, yeah. I think it was Owen Hart was notorious to like he, he wore like a mask and stuff like so that uh, people didn't know who he was. But he was like showing all the secrets of like uh, wrestling, professional wrestling, and quote unquote fake wrestling. You know, so that's what I thought of. Because that's where my mind goes. <laughs> now, yeah, I, yeah. now I guess it's magic revealed. But back then, it was definitely resting. Just like this shirt. Yeah. Panda Padre of everybody. <laughs> also, uh, we just released a play along for mm-hmm. Island Style. Yes. And if you go to the page on Ukulele Underground for that play along, mm-hmm. below it, we have like a, a little video where Aldrin kind of breaks down the solo that he did. Because he did that. Like he improvised that solo. Mm-hmm. And he explains how he yeah what i was thinking what i what i did because um the original is in the key of c Mm -hmm. but john wanted to play it in b flat yeah and so you had to create a new solo for it on the fly in the key of b flat Mm. so instead of having to think of all of the notes in in the key of b flat it's kind of shifted all the notes over a step yeah yeah yeah, just uh, use use your Mm -hmm. your two boxes and then he shows some other things that he did in the solo too, but it's it's worth a look. Yeah, make sure to check that out. And um, I saw that like uh, Alan was extremely uh, appreciative of that because yeah. uh, Alan's been wanting to kind of do some you know do some solos, and he's been you know wanting to kind of get in my head about some panis, especially for uh, Hawaiian sounding yeah. songs like Island Style, you know. Yeah. So um, it, it's kind of cool because I shared a lot of my insight. So make sure you check that out. Yeah. Um, once again, I apologize for my ukulele on that uh, on that play along. Just the elements really did get the best of my uke it was uh and i tuned it not just not just once or twice or three times i tuned it many 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 times <laughs> but as soon as we started playing it's just yeah it was you can actually hear that yeah. it was more in tune towards the beginning of the song yeah than it then, was towards the end yeah and it just kind of kept getting the, bad the was... yeah and you know I'm, I'm not gonna apologize for john because uh John has a legit excuse of why his voice is all hoarse. The night before, he was rocking out, and you know, like a what, a forty-five minute set or something, like just yeah, like full a, rock show. You know, he's really using his voice. The next day, it's like, oh, John, can you film with us? Like, okay, you know, he did us a favor. Yeah, like he actually didn't want to like charge us. Like he just kind of did it, and, and then we're like, oh, no, 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 here, like I had to like run after him. Like here's let's let's give you some money for this. Like you know, he's a really cool dude, and um, and it's just you. And and I I told uh, I told Mike uh, Mike Aaron and Kai this, but he's so local that like you know you can take the boy from the island, but you can't take the island from the boy <laughs> because John 
as I found out from Aaron, like he went to school in New York, he did all this stuff, but like that day he was still so local boy. Like he, him and his brother were so ecstatic about finding a um, finding a net like that was just le- <laughs> like left there. <laughs> like he's like, oh, check out this net, and he's like, oh, like God, a he's a, yeah, a fishing net, net and stuff. Yeah. It's just. It was it was good fun and kind of seeing John, you know, like um, in that like just very casual setting is really cool. I mean, uh, I've been humble brag, but I've been friends with John for you know for a long time. He comes to Kauai often, and um, he used to do the um, Kauai Music Festival a lot, and that's kind of how you know we met and stuff. And um, John actually gave me my first gig on Oahu. Like uh, we were playing at this place called On Stage in Kapahulu. That's actually his gig, and he's like, "Oh, I can't make it this month to On Stage. Would you guys want to play On Stage oh, this month?" Cool. I was like, "Yes." <laughs> and you know, and I didn't see the see the venue. I didn't know what the venue was. Like, oh my god, we're gonna play a venue that John <laughs> Cruz is supposed to play in. And we get there, I'm like. There's like it's five, like ten people, and it's yeah, like a bar. Yeah. It's three hours with like crap pay. I think we went home with like thirty dollars for like the three hours that we played. But, but like that's pretty telling of John too. Yeah, because John, like he is like mm-hmm. pretty well known around yeah, yeah. the world. Yeah, and he's played out like big yeah. venues and stuff. But he'll he's, play he's small sold, venues sold like out, that too. Yeah, mm-hmm. Sold out yeah. big venues, and he's still like. Just loves playing music. So yeah. Play. <laughs> I, yeah. I it was awesome. I love that. Yeah. You used to play that place, right? On stage. I used to play with your band. Yeah, on yeah. stage too. Yeah. I know, like, I, I, I read, like, a comment on, mm. I think John was playing with Jack Johnson. Yeah, yeah. And they were playing, like, Island Star or something. Mm-hmm. And then uh, somebody said, like, oh, I love to go to, like, whatever bar mm. that John and his brother just, like, jam at. And yeah. it's so fun. It's like, yeah, they, <laughs> they still, like, play those kinds mm. of things, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, he's super he's like super down to earth right like and mm-hmm. then that's why i think it was like cool like we could just ask him like oh can we do this video with you and he's like yeah, yeah. sure just like tell me <laughs> yeah. when and i gotta leave before then yeah but besides that yeah just tell me when and yeah he was, he was a cool dude you know he just like because i guess uh mike was our contact that time because mike was jamming with uh with with john at that co- at said concert like the yeah. night before and then uh mike's like oh john said he'll you know he's he'll be willing to uh to kind of do a do a video with you guys we're like so stoked we're like oh my god we gotta get this so we didn't even know until like the day before or yeah. something that we were gonna film with john is like uh 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 aaron telkahai like you know to <laughs> uh come down to to the south side of this film island style like, we're gonna do island style with john cruise i'm so stoked <laughs> yeah you know and we get there, and his voice is all hash, and like, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's cool. Well, we'll well, salvage thing, it. The thing too is that he um, he's been playing like a guitar lele. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so um, half of his set was supposed to be guitar lele, half of it was like a electric guitar. Mm. And I think that night the guitar lele didn't work, mm. or like worked for like a song or two, and then it it didn't work. Oh. And so he played the rest of the the set with mm. his electric guitar. electric guitar. And so even more so, he had to like. Really, way yeah, loud. really, yeah, really sing man. above the, you know, the electric. <laughs> but that's that's John Cruz. You know, he'll. Um, I've, I've always kind of, um, I, I've taken this to heart because when when I when I talked to John one time after the Kauai Music Festival, it's like, how do you get so much soul? I was like, how do you get so much soul out of your voice? You know, mm-hmm. and he's like, you gotta think in your head that every single song is about you and about hardship and about whatever. Like you know, if, and sing songs that like 
that will get you, you know, to to get that soul out and stuff. If you're sing, um, singing "Sitting Here in Limbo" or "Island Style," you know, you have to make like that is your your mama in the kitchen, you know, cooking dinner real nice. Like you have to make like that's you because if you're just saying words, then that's all it is. It's just words. But if you picture yourself in that story that the that the um, singer or the storyteller is trying to tell, then it means a little bit more to you, and that's like the best advice that like. That, that he ever gave me it's like oh man that's really cool and that's how he sings with such soul because like he's basically singing his life story you know mm-hmm. like especially with a song island style like that's that's his story like that's his mom in the kitchen and his grandmother <laughs> we gotta go help her out with the yard you know because it's uh it's it was really cool um so uh john's probably not watching but thank you john for, for yeah. all the good stuff man thank you thank you for all the, the advice thank you for always being super cool to jam and stuff so Mahalo, yeah. brother. <laughs> yeah, because he's one of the guys where, like, we were just kind of looking up. Mm-hmm. Like, he's written a lot of his own songs, mm-hmm. but there's there are a bunch of his songs that he put out on albums that were written by other people. Yeah, but he sings them like as if it's his. Yeah, yeah. like you can't he, even tell it's a story. Cover. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. uh, we were talking, sitting here in limbo was a Jimmy Cliff song, mm-hmm. but then he like. Yeah. Like, oh, that's. I, I guess John is sitting there in limbo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like that. That's kind of like for a lot of local artists, right? Mm. That we we like grew up with and stuff. It's funny because like as kids, like, or you just think like, oh, that's their song, that's mm. the, their original, mm-hmm. and then it's only later that you find out like, oh, yeah. they're, yeah, they're covering yeah. like a totally different person. Mm-hmm. Or like for us, it's just like a bunch of Kyle Crater Boy songs, right? Where mm-hmm. I remember. Um, was uh like I hear music mm-hmm. and we like we know that song from Kyle Crater Boys. Yeah. But like when we tried to look up like who did the original, we couldn't find it, right? Mm-hmm. And then it was only like we were driving back from a shoot and Aaron heard it on the radio it was on the radio and Aaron mm-hmm. was like, Holy crap, this, this is, is super I hear music. Yeah. And we're like, Whoa, what? This is the original. So it's like <laughs> there's just like uh I think a bunch mm-hmm. of local artists for us. Mm-hmm. Like, they sing it mm-hmm. so well and in such a style we recognize as, yeah. like, their own that we don't, like, you know, we don't really know, like, oh, this is from Bob Dylan or yeah. this is from, you know. Yeah. That was also, like, before the internet, so it's not like we could, like, look it up and stuff or look at the lyrics. That's, like, that's the only version that we knew growing up, you know? Like, we we didn't know or we didn't have access to uh, to anything that would kind of give us information. Drop, Baby Drop wasn't an you know, original by Manao Company. It was, like, by someone else, you know? I think the same person who did uh, I Hear Music, right? Yeah. Uh, is that, uh, no, maybe not. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I still don't know. Yeah, actually, um, I hear music wasn't. Um, it was like another local artist. Mm, but, mm, yeah, uh, even stuff like um, "Crazy Without You" by Pure Heart. I always thought that was a Pure Heart song, and then like that's another like local artist, you know, like from uh, from back then. That uh, yeah, who who was it that that showed me? That, that song someone someone from like the Ukula Underground forums told me that like oh uh, Crazy Without You is actually by blah blah like what blew my mind blew my <laughs> mind <laughs> but uh, yeah so thank you so much uh, if you guys check that video out um, yeah let us know let us know what you think it is in B flat so it's a little tricky but um, uh, I think the trickiest chord there's an E flat which is not too bad you just kind of do this shape instead of trying to do that um, to two finger barred uh, E flat there so you're all good you know so just try that out um if not just you know kick back and enjoy a nice like 
jam with you know jam with friends because it's myself john and uh, mike mike Odo, magic mike you know from uh, from the thursday live stuff so make sure to check that out let us know let us know what you think um it was a lot of fun to film what would, would you is that the first time you met john cruz guy i don't know because <laughs> it seems like because yeah. i think we talked about this before like john cruz is like I... people know him and he's like he's local enough that like it's not unusual for for somebody to know John Cruz, you know. Yeah, like when I told my dad, like I was like, "Oh, we're gonna go film with John." Yeah, he's like, "Oh yeah, I don't remember the last time John came down to my shop and he just hung out for a little <laughs> bit and played music." Yeah, and I was like, "Yeah, that's pretty." Yeah, something that it's really do, really yeah. cool because he's that guy. He's that local boy. He, you know, like he doesn't want to draw attention himself either. He's just like super local about what? stuff. When we talk about, like, oh, you know, learning in Hawaii is, like, you just go down to wherever and you see somebody playing music mm. and go, oh, hey, uncle, you can teach me that song. Yeah. And then yeah, they just yeah, go, yeah. like, okay, shoots, here, yeah. like, take this, and then you play these chords. Mm. John is, like, really the epitome of that idea, mm-hmm. yeah, like, He's super local. Cool and even <laughs> we went to, um, me and Aaron went and saw John and Mike and the, their whole band, like. At the rehearsal. Yeah, yeah. rehearse a little bit. And after we left, I was like, man, John is so good. Mm-hmm. And you can tell that he's playing things mm-hmm. and he doesn't really... It's like we were just talking about. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know the notes that he's playing, mm-hmm. but he knows that he's playing them right, right? Yeah. But like, he went to like, music school, right? So, um, But I'm not too sure if it was for... for like playing. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It might have been for like... Songwriting. theater. Oh. Like, yeah. If If you like... I feel like it, mm. it's the same thing too. If you ask him, like, "Oh, mm. what what is like the notes that you you're playing? The name of the notes?" Yeah. He'd be like, "Uh, it's this just, one and this one." Yeah, like he'd show one. you just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you just play around like over here, and then it sounds pretty good, <laughs> you know. You just do it like that. So it, right, yeah, yeah. He's a, he's a cool dude. I mean, loved uh, you know, loved kind of meeting him for the first time back in uh, in Kauai Music Festival and he's he's been like super nice ever since you know he's never given me that vibe of like ah, this guy again you know like that like I'm I have way better things to do than like hang out with a dream you know it's like he's never given me that vibe it's a really cool dude um, you probably never gave anybody that vibe. yeah he's a cool guy he's a cool guy if you guys ever get a chance to meet John Cruz you should you should do so you should you should go check him out because he's awesome <laughs> and not somebody who's hard to track down either. if you're on <laughs> a walk yeah like, he's or, everywhere yeah, well, where does he live maui? now maui maui yeah maui but he's all, he really is all over the all place over. So, yeah mm-hmm. uh, just check and he plays with big names too like we just said jack johnson and stuff like he's, he's done some big shows uh do we have any other questions go uh, kind of okay. going back to uh, well we are live we have a live chat so if you guys have any questions uh, just ask them on the chat yeah going back to earlier so Renee asked so the shape is where you solo from um, the <clears throat> the shape is basically the box and those uh, those notes within the shape is what you use to solo so for example um, you know using that shape of zero two zero one three zero two three if we were to do that with you know with a D scale, so zero two zero one three zero two three, these are the notes that I'm going to be using to solo in the QD. So uh, give me a kind of a D progression.
I did was go up and down that you know that scale, and it just kind of uh, put a little bit of articulation in there and some rhythm, uh, some tricky rhythm stuff. But other than that, I mean, those you can just use those notes within that uh, that box, and you should be all good. So if if you don't know uh, what I'm talking about, make sure to check out Soul Secrets Revealed. It it really reveals everything you know and it it makes me look like a noob after people watch it like the stuff that Aldri's doing is not that impressive he's just doing <laughs> yeah. the same he's thing he's just doing the same thing <laughs> <laughs> so once you once you watch that you're like oh man I think here this entire time I thought Aldri was good <laughs> well like that's the what you just did yeah. right now like too it's it's like different levels right too because like what you just did right now mm-hmm. playing in you know the the Ionian and mm. like keeping to that yeah the major scale basically that's like level one and mm-hmm. then adding the mixolydian right mm. uh like that's like level two yeah. and then you kind of like playing in between yeah level those three. two boxes yeah. is level three and then mm. you can keep adding to it but like mm-hmm. that that is a good starting point mm-hmm. it's just doing like doing that first major yeah, scale yeah. or doing the first Ionian yeah 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 so uh yeah good stuff so Hopefully that and, helps Renee. Check out check out that that series. It's it's awesome. I think you would love it. I think people the reason why people have a hard time to conceptualizing mm-hmm. um, movable chord shape or not chord shapes uh, scale shapes scale shapes is because most people learn C first, right? Yeah, and they learn it like you play the open string, you use your middle finger, then you play E string, and then you mm-hmm. use your pointer uh, ring, then you use your A string, and then it's uh, your middle and ring, right? Mm-hmm. But that's not how you play the box. Yeah, the yeah. box is like a little yeah. bit different. So when people try to start learning the box, they have to learn yeah. new finger positions mm-hmm, too, mm-hmm. and and kind of. But like when you actually look at it, it um it's like the most efficient way to play that like the major scale box. Yeah, is you just like and so that's why I was like telling like uh, some people get it with like you know zero two three. Right, yeah, yeah. that formula. But I, I was telling like uh, the person I was answering on the forum too. I said that uh, for me, it's a uh, uh, pointer ring, pointer middle <laughs> pinky, pointer ring pinky. Yeah, uh-huh. like that's that. And then like even that, you can. And I was saying too, like if you learn that pattern. Yeah. You can practice that without your ukulele too, because you can just tap your finger mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to your thumb. If you tap it to your yeah. thumb, yeah. that's like you're you're pressing down on the the frets. Mm-hmm. And to not like get com- like some people too might think like, oh, but how do you know what frets to play? Mm-hmm. And it's like you just lay your hand down <laughs> on yeah, the frets, yeah, yeah. It's and it's it's pointer, gonna be pointer finger oh. middle. Yeah. Ring pinky on a different yeah. fret. Yeah, it's always yeah. gonna be whatever fret it lies naturally mm-hmm. on, mm-hmm. right? You're never mm-hmm. like, oh, I gotta slide over to the next mm-hmm. one, or I gotta move it like that. Yeah, just to kind of know your place, like right, yeah. just kind of to know where where it's at. Yeah, that's a good place to start and stuff. Yeah, and, yeah. and that's like, and I I kind of like telling people like that too, because it, it's instead of memorizing a formula or memorizing mm-hmm. like you know a pattern or something, mm-hmm. it is a pattern, but you're using your muscle memory and that's mm-hmm. really what you want at the end right like yeah it's so to be able to, have to think about it at all yeah yeah your fingers mm-hmm. just engage i, I mm-hmm. think like that's why you'll hear like too um if somebody's like uh improvising or something you'll hear like people go like like do this start mm-hmm. right and they kind of like understand like oh okay it's like breathing yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then you can do you can either like finish the major skill shape yeah. and and you can actually like 
that's you can kind of figure out the key that way too, mm. right? Because if it's like, and if this note doesn't sound right, then mm. you know that it's like probably the mm, the mm. mixolydian mm-hmm. position. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. So, Interesting. Yeah, it, yeah. It, like it's stuff like that. I I think uh, it it seems complicated, but mm. like you start doing it and you use your fingers mm. and your body memorize it more than you're like actively thinking about yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, any kind of, any way to, to memorize it, you know, if you want to memorize it with the numbers, if you want to memorize it with your fingers and stuff, mm-hmm. as long as you're kind of memorizing and knowing um, what sounds good, mm-hmm. like that's, that's mainly the, uh, the, the, the important part and stuff. Like I wouldn't necessarily do it, you know, with, uh, with, with my fingers kind of memorizing the fingers, I would still do it with the numbers because I feel like um, if I remember, like try to memorize it with my fingers, it's a great idea. I mean, I'm not saying it's not a good idea. It's a great idea kind of using your, uh, your muscle memory. But um, that's if I'm just going to stay in that box. But if I'm coming from somewhere else, like say going to the next box. Yeah, you, you know, might like use a different finger. Yeah, it's going something. to be a little, you know, a little bit different. You might use a different finger. Think, so yeah. in, in but, some case, it's, it's, not, it's not bad. Like this is not, mm-hmm, not, a, mm-hmm. not a bad idea. Good yeah, good way. Yeah. I think it's easier though, like mm. because when you move to like the next, you know, you move to Mixolydian, learning mm-hmm. Mixolydian, mm. then you just change your ring to your your middle, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. So it's like uh, pointer, yeah. pointer ring, pointer middle pinky, mm. pointer middle pinky. Yeah. And so like yeah, mm-hmm. just yeah. I like it. I like it. Yeah, I, I or like I, I I tell people that too, mm-hmm. or give them that as an option because mm-hmm. it, it yeah. really is yeah, like yeah. learning learning through feeling and then i think like not or i think some people get confused too with the idea that with like zero two right Mm -hmm. but then they're like but i'm on the fifth fret but i have to think of it as zero Zero. right Mm -hmm. like there's no confusion in that sense Mm -hmm. right you're always like okay it doesn't matter whatever fret i'm playing i'm always playing uh, pointer ring, pointer ring, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's 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 a great way. I mean, like any any way that you can remember it, really. Like mm-hmm. I'm, yeah, I'm down, yeah. I'm down for it, you know, and stuff. That but, that's kind of like an alternative yeah. that I tell people when people yeah, say like, yeah, yeah. I'm having a hard time understanding movable. <laughs> right, the zero two, yeah, it can be confusing. Yeah, yeah, especially mm-hmm. if you learn and, and learn uh, playing that C scale, like mm-hmm. the way that most people teach it, right? Mm-hmm. Like that makes sense but then it doesn't really translate to movable shapes mm-hmm. right like yeah. when you're actually playing yeah you have to use different fingers and i think people yeah. that that's what confuses people mm-hmm. too because they're like oh but <laughs> i'm not used to, to using my pointer finger uh, yeah there's the no first open string for the, for the when, when you one. move it yeah. yeah like and that correlation of like yeah. using oh okay the first note that i play is my mm-hmm. pointer finger yeah so and i don't necessarily like using my pinky <laughs> like that's i think that's that's yeah the, so that's, that's, that's why too, that's why because yeah. i like to do you hardly use your, your pinky yeah i hardly yeah. use it it's always kind of up here yeah, yeah. but i mean it, like i'm saying it it works and it's good because it forces me to kind of use my pinky because that makes sense, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But less movement, yeah, less like less movement. I mean, the less fingers that I use, the, the easier for me. But it, it is different. But it's a great way. It's a great way to, to remember that. So if you're having a hard time using like the zero, like you know, mm-hmm. to zero things out, zero to with the numbers and stuff, definitely like if any way that you can. That's all. Say any way yeah. you can learn it, yeah. all all good. That's that's what really matters. Yeah. yeah. Yes. In the chat, Renee kind of kind of had like an aha mm-hmm. moment mm-hmm. where she said that um, it kind of clicked hearing the scale mm-hmm. as a solo. Yeah. Like it makes sense. Like, yeah. Because yeah. it's kind of one of those things that like, everybody... What do I do with Dore V? Yeah, yeah, yeah. everybody <laughs> is kind of like that. Yeah. Like, why do I have to learn the scales? Yeah. Like, it, it's so boring. Yeah. But then yeah. If, you, if you apply it, 
it's mm -hmm. like it's pretty useful yeah. like making yeah. making up solos once... figuring out solos yeah yeah once you watch that series you're gonna be like unimpressed by a lot of the stuff that you see <laughs> well, so maybe i don't well, know the, a it's lot kinda of like things... peeking behind a magician's curtain you know yeah. like once you see how things are done you might yeah. not be as impressed watch, with magic. <laughs> watch any ukulele player after that, yeah. and it's like, oh, everybody's doing pretty much the I think, same. Yeah, thing. yeah. But but like uh, that that show too, like mm -hmm. Magician Secret, yeah. revealed right. Like a lot of magicians too, like they're like, oh, I don't really care about that show, like what they mm -hmm. showed and stuff. Yeah, because they showed a tiny portion of magic, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and that's only like the people who got offended by that were the people who only did that portion of magic. <laughs> that type of, yeah. The the other, the people yeah. who are like, oh, you know, like uh, Copperfield, right? Yeah. He's like, I don't care if you show that. Yeah, you show like <laughs> He one knows like tricks. three, four other ways yeah. to do that same trick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, or, and I can, I can do it on the fly. Yeah. I can, you know, yeah. change things. I can yeah. rearrange things. So that's the same thing too with like yeah. musicians. I feel yeah. like is like, I don't get intimidated by that just because like oh yeah, so zero two zero one three zero two three. How about zero one two three zero one two three zero one two three? Uh, that's <laughs> like that'll blow you. That'll blow your mind right or, out of the water. Like, like the, no, no wrong notes. Yeah, no wrong notes. You're so uh, let's let's give an example of this. Yeah. So um, I'll I'll first do the zero two zero one three zero two three, and indie? then I'll go to indie. Yeah, same thing. Okay. Here. So. every I, note in the box in the box it's like it's possible to play every single note in the box but it's like kind of knowing tastefully when to do yeah. that and when so, not to do so that. once yeah. you kind of know what mm -hmm. the correct notes yeah. are you can, you can dance around them yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah well like cool. but but you do mm -hmm. you still have to know that first yes in order to yeah. do that mm -hmm. yeah so it's like kind of yeah I, steps mm -hmm. levels I, of knowledge mm -hmm. he, yeah, like, I, I, or, uh, I think uh, I actually like what Victor Wooten says, mm -hmm. where he says that the thing that, the scale that people don't practice, that they should practice, and practice chromatic, soloing yeah. is the chromatic, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that's the thing, is, like, if you're comfortable with playing the wrong note, mm -hmm. then you're comfortable basically playing any note. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You're not, you know, and I, I think that's that's what catches people off guard, is that they're so focused on like, oh, I got to play, mm. you know, I got to play the right note. I got to yeah. play the notes in the scale. Yeah. I got to do that. And they, it's 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 not really their fault because like if you're told like practice your scales and make sure you're never like moving mm -hmm. off of the scale. Yeah. Which is a tr traditional way of uh, teaching music, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Like it's pretty untraditional to say like, oh, just you should play every single note on the fretboard yeah and it doesn't really matter as long as like or it even he says like it doesn't even matter if you fix it or not it's like you can just stick with it and it's kind of more <laughs> your intention right <laughs> yeah like if you you say like oh, i played this wrong note but i'm just gonna stick with yeah. it then yeah. you kind of <laughs> change the whole intention of the song you know yeah, and let's... you gotta it's having that confidence <laughs> yeah let's show that. an example of that <laughs> let's, let's do that one more time 
like Bleh! completely wrong. But yeah. like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but but the, the difference between that and the somebody, butt clench. <laughs> Like, I, I think the difference you can hear between that uh-huh. and somebody who's not comfortable yeah. is, like, they'll hit that wrong note, mm-hmm. and then they try to correct by, like, muting it or yeah, by, like, doing yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. And then it just brings more attention to it. It kind of like, calls yeah, 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 more what? attention that, to it. That was yeah. weird, so. So that's yeah. one where, like, wrong, 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 but it's actually right. It's why I intended to play <laughs> yeah. that note, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's kind of why they said, too, like, um, musicians who play... Uh, like pop music or jazz or you know like more modern music they they're more comfortable with improvising than classical classically trained musicians yeah mm-hmm. definitely because classically trained musicians are told like stay within mm-hmm. this limits right like, yeah don't move there are songs that where you can move out of it but if you unless you're told to like try and stay just stay in these limits mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so it's yeah. kind of restricting to to do that yeah and that's and why they they have a hard time i mean i've jammed with some people and stuff i'm not gonna say names but um yeah. we're like they're amazing they're like super amazing like you know musicians and so i'm like i'm a big fan but we're like kind of just jamming we're jamming like a 251 song and stuff and then they're like you know i'm i'm doing a solo some other ukulele players doing a solo and then it comes to uh this person and I'm just like, man, this guy's gonna kill it. And it's like they have the hardest time like solding in that two five one because they're just so used to like knowing what the right notes are supposed to be that yeah. for them to kind of like pull Make out notes for own... themselves. Yeah, for to think of their own kind of uh, kind of thing. It's yeah. it's a little bit tough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But for me, I mean, I've played the wrong note enough to be comfortable with the wrong notes because yeah. now yeah. it's like ah, whatever. I'm half step away from the right one, so it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Fine. just work it just so yeah. <laughs> just work but, it. but yeah so mm-hmm. so definitely learn learn your scales mm-hmm. be able to apply them yeah and then um and then if you make a mistake then don't worry about don't it worry too about much. it it's not a mistake it's your solo you know what <laughs> yeah improvisation that means it's your solo you're making it up nobody can tell you that it's wrong because it's yours you know i think well like <laughs> If you're getting stressed out with like you know practicing scales mm. and stuff, mm. that's like a pretty fun exercise to just like put something on and say like I'm gonna intentionally. I know this song is in D. <laughs> I'm gonna play this in C or something. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna like in, and like forcing yourself. You know, and it, it, it's kind of because it sounds silly. Like mm. you're like, oh, that's not right. But yeah. if you you feel like, oh, that's not right, but I don't care. You know, mm. like this is intentionally. I'm trying to play mm. this as wrong as I can. Yeah. It kind of like makes it gets the stress out. Like you're, yeah, you're not yeah. you're not worried anymore yeah. too. So that's just a good like break if you're you know mm. so focused on oh, okay. I'm gonna practice all my skills. I'm gonna mm. practice scale shapes. I'm gonna yeah. do this. It's like sometimes you just need a little thing where it's just like oh, I'm just gonna yeah, goof just... around and ha- have fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. get thing. comfortable. <laughs> All right, yeah. so uh, next up, uh, that was pretty much it for the questions like from this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, like uh, only that from the forum, and then that guy like I was excited about like oh we'll, we'll talk about <laughs> Thursday and we, we did, but then he mm-hmm. came back and he's like oh yeah I figured it out. <laughs> yeah. oh, okay, it really it really is though, right? Like yeah. a lot of those times uh, if you try it, it kind of just, just like, clicks. Clicks in yeah, your, just clicks. your own something mind. will click. Um, okay, story time. Uh, last night, I want to tell you guys about this. Last night, usually when, uh, right before I play, 
um, I stretch out my strings just so that it's not off tune, just like in the John Cruz video. So I would, you know, I'd just kind of play it, I'd tune it regular, and then I'd kind of pull on the strings. Not further than this, I'd just kind of pull it like that. Um, yesterday, I pulled in my E string, and actually have not, like a bad boy, I've not uh, changed my strings in months. <laughs> and I just abused the crap out of my ukulele and my strings. I've not changed it in months. So I was uh, stretching my E string, and pop, it goes like five minutes before the show starts. And I'm like, oh no, what am I going to do? I think I have some spare strings in my case. So I look at my case. There were spare strings, but there was no, um, but the only spare string I had was a spare C string. And why? It's because it's the one that's least likely to break. <laughs> you know, like yeah, yeah. I don't have any more A strings or G strings because those break like right away. Um, e, I guess it's broken before. So I've used E strings, but I never, ever, ever break the C string. So I'm like, you know what? It's better than not playing tonight. Like I just, <laughs> I took the C string and I placed it right where where the E should be. So I had two C strings. So it was G C C A. No, well you tuned it to I guess. an E. I tuned it to an E, but like the strings, the gauges are are supposed to be in a C. Yeah. It's not too bad because it's what uh, two steps up. So Canadian tuning would be um, F sharp. But then I um or yeah, Canadian tuning is is F sharp or no, sorry D. Uh, on on the C string is a it's a D, so it's just another step up from Canadian tuning. So it's not too bad. But since uh, since it was here, I was kind of worried that it would mess up my um my uh what is the the tension? You know, like uh, the tension on the strings would kind of mess up my my ukulele and, and the intonation will not. It actually worked out just fine. I did loosen the strings um after you know after the show was done so that it doesn't do any more damage because it's. Not supposed to handle that much, you know, that much pressure. So, um, I did just fine. I just had to kind of stay away from anything that required bending the E string because in order for me to bend it, I really had to force bend the crap out of that E. String. I'm not Andrew Molina, you know what I mean? I'm not like I don't play with super duper, super duper high tension like uh, strings and stuff. But it, it was a, uh, it was, it was fine, and. Um, and talking about it with Aaron after the show reminded me of uh, back in high school because I told Aaron I'm like I actually used to use two C's and uh, and I just remembered that like while I'll talk with Aaron like this is, he he was like this is actually not the first time that I've <laughs> yeah. used the the C string gauges on the C and the E <laughs> yeah so uh, back in the day I was a uh, I was watching a Pure Heart special um, on Hot Hawaiian Nights, and um, I saw that Jake Shimabukuro, you know, was a uh, was playing an ukulele with two wound strings in the middle, and the only wound string, in my knowledge at that point, was GHS strings and the aluminum wound string C for the right. for the C for the C string. string. Yeah, and I was like, how the heck is Jake using two wound C strings? Isn't that like dangerous that crazy so yeah. i tried it myself and you know because i want to be like, back back then like i, I want to be just like jake you know uh-huh. like if, if it's good enough for jake it must be like it must be the best like you know anything that jake does must be the best thing in the world so i'm like <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna be just like jake shimabukuro and put two wound c strings <laughs> on my ukulele on my tiny like kamaka ukulele too. it wasn't it was like a you know, concert like, a concert ka- kamaka, kamaka ukulele it wasn't even like a ten of you so bad so i was playing it and i could barely like and i mean barely 
like uh, bend that you know bend that string because back then you know my my fingers doesn't have the same dexterity that I do now you know and I don't have the same strength um, back then that I do now so it was like just unmovable like it, you couldn't bend it at all but because it was what Jake did I, I was like oh yeah this sounds sounds pretty good the feel is great you know it's uh, it's, it's the best it sounds so good yeah like oh yeah like oh man this is the best sounding setup ever i don't know why i didn't do this before like, why? <laughs> <laughs> it is oh man that jake really knows what he's doing you know and uh, like i brought it to school and my friends are like why did you do why, this yeah, like yeah, what yeah. this sounds terrible like, like, you can't even do it i'm like no no it it, it makes the sound bigger because you get two c's and the two wound strings you know it's like it's making the sound bigger it's, it's you you just don't know like you, you you don't have the same sophisticated ears that me and jake shimabukuro has you know like you just you know what your your pitches are bad did, did you did you ever ask huh? Jake, like why he yeah did that? okay no okay <laughs> so i uh come to find out so when i did meet jake for the first time you know and um and i asked him jake what uh what strings because i stopped using after like a week or two and stuff i'm like now nah, i'm going back and so i don't uh-huh. care if that's what jake does i would love to sound just like jake but it's just not working out for me like i can't i would rather be able to bend my e string mm-hmm. to have a good sound or so you know a good sound like because i thought that's what he was doing when i finally met him uh i saw his strings and it was like plastic wound strings and it was savarez and savarez makes a uh, wound C and E string for the ukulele, which would be a G and a B string on on the guitar, because Savers only makes guitar strings back in um, back in the day. So, what I saw on TV, because you know it's just like little boy watching TV, it's uh-huh. like oh, wound strings, two of them. And after I felt so embarrassed, and I, and I think I remember telling Jake, it's like, oh, I thought you were using two uh, two wound strings, because he told me it was Savers. I was like, oh, I thought you were using two wound strings, and and I used two wound strings in my ukulele. I was like, oh no, like did you know did it, did it break and stuff? Like I would imagine that thing breaking. I'm like, no, I took it off after a week because I couldn't handle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah, like uh, I so they, were, they were like wound two wound yeah. strings, but different gauges, gauges. and mm-hmm. plastic wound, not aluminum not aluminum wound, like how GHS strings was. Yeah. And yeah, it was uh, it's kind of like Emperor's New Clothes. We're like, yeah, this looks great. <laughs> Can't you oh, see? Man. Like, I look so elegant. <laughs> I was like, Aldrin's naked. You guys see him naked? <laughs> He's totally naked. That, that sounds terrible, Aldrin. I don't know how to tell you, but <laughs> it feels terrible. It sounds terrible. It's like, no, you just you just your ears are not as refined, you know, like because the best player in the world right now uses two C's. So I'm also going to be yeah, using yeah. two C's. And, and, then, <laughs> and then come to find out that he wasn't. Egg on my face. Yeah. Egg on my face. Egg on my face. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't those stories like the best though? Because <laughs> sometimes they, they actually do lead to yeah. like good musical discoveries uh-huh. and stuff, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Not this one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it, well, it's a fun story. Well, you to try it to yeah. find out, right? Yeah. It, it's still a fun story. And, like, my, my favorite one is, like, I think Herbie Hancock. He mm-hmm. said he was playing with Miles Davis. Yeah. And my, he's like, Miles, how do I play, like, like you and how do I play better? And Miles Davis said, don't play the bottom notes, meaning, like, the bass notes, right? Like, yeah. play everything above that. But Herbie Hancock, he thought he said... Don't play the butter notes. <laughs> and he was like, what is butter notes? <laughs> so he's like, oh, okay, I guess like, you know, in a C chord, it's like C, 
So I can play like E G E G <laughs> or like in uh, A, you know, in A minor. I'll play mm. A minor and E, but I won't play the C. Like he would pick and choose his notes. <laughs> yeah. And then I think he said that Miles Davis was like, wow, you're playing a lot better. What are you playing? And he's like, oh, I, I listened to you. I'm not playing the butter notes anymore. <laughs> Miles Davis was like, butter notes? What are you, what, what are you I said talking? bottom. Like, don't play the bottom note. But like that's. Yeah. And that, that's, that's exactly what happened. Yeah. yeah. But he played around with it enough that he yeah. he got good at it. Yeah. And it kind of, it kind of became his signature sound. Ooh, like that's what uh, people would know him for. Like, oh, he doesn't. He plays around with notes that mm. you don't think of. I'm glad that I didn't get known for playing two wild seeds. <laughs> that'd be pretty funny. Like, that'd be yeah. be dumb. But, <laughs> that'd be so dumb. <laughs> but I mean, like you know, Taimane, yeah. like, right? Doesn't she have like a double like low G? Double low G, yeah. double low G, and, and she like works it. So like, mm-hmm. I guess it's if you just work yeah. with it, like people. Will not question you, right? It was fine, and and last night it was fine. I wasn't scared about it snapping because it was tuned so high, and so because it's such a thick string, I knew that it wasn't going to snap. So I I knew that going in, uh, and because I've done it before, I knew it was going to be fine. And because it wasn't aluminum, uh, aluminum wound, more so it wouldn't you know it wouldn't snap and stuff. It's just mm-hmm. I knew I had to deal with uh with a really tight um E, and because I changed it five minutes before the show, I knew it was gonna um you know it was gonna Go, go down yeah it's gonna slack yeah. it's gonna go off tune but honestly like i think towards like the middle of the set like it was actually going sharp it was like the weirdest thing mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. um you know i i pulled it off i handled it like a like a pro should <laughs> and uh <laughs> no one knew the, I, I actually announced it on that on, on the on the microphone i'm like to all ukulele players out there i just broke my e I didn't have an e in my case so i'm using two c strings <laughs> so if you know anything about ukulele you're gonna know that this should be ridiculous. It's, it's not the <laughs> optimal way of playing. <laughs> Did you have, have people like, oh, okay, well, hurry up the, you know, hurry up the set so you yeah. can get through it. Yeah. Empty tune your ukulele. Like, yeah, it was no fine. And I mean, like, the first few songs and stuff, I was, like, doing some, like, tune, tuning adjustments, like, mid-song. But after that, I think after the third or fourth song, it was fine. And then I think after the first hour, like, it started kind of going sharper, which is weird, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what... Um, what caused it to do that? But it's fine. I would just retune it again, and it was it was fine. It held its tune. It was all good. I mean, AG cross AQ strings, guys. If there's any, uh, you know, yeah. <laughs> Next time you should have more packs in your in your case <laughs> of my old strings. Instead I of... make strings. Yeah. Why don't I have my old strings <laughs> in my ukulele case? <laughs> you would probably have two full sets <laughs> at least. In yeah, your always. Case. Okay, so that's it's a it's a Isn't learning it's a learning experience. You know, <laughs> that's. Kind of like even or I'll throw in yeah. strings in my case. Yeah. But the problem also is remembering to like once you use them, right? Remembering to replace them yeah. with new strings. Yeah. Had so. I had I broken my A string, I I would have been like. Yeah. It would have been done. It would have been like, oh, uh, Aaron, um, could I play your guitar for a little bit? Or you, yeah, while well, uh, I run back to run the to the office and get my uke. Yeah. Like that's that was my like uh, that was my last resort is to. Pick up Aaron's guitar, just like just play solo for a bit, and just like have Aaron run to the run to the office, which is you know pretty close to to where the gig is, maybe five minutes without traffic, mm-hmm. or with traffic maybe ten fifteen, so it wouldn't have been too bad. But still, like it was fine. So in the end, it was a it was a happy I, ending. <laughs> I think some of the best places to play music at or play like a mm. gig at 
is like music shops, right? Yeah. Because like Cause they have all the stuff in there. Yeah. <laughs> right at, at Island Bazaar, you're playing yeah. your A string broke, and then yeah. you, you're just like, uh, do you have an extra A string I can use? <laughs> so yeah, it, that's a uh, tip. Like if you want a gig, ask yeah. uh, your local music shop because <laughs> it's easy. But yeah, I mean, you know, and I was I was telling Aaron that like um, because of the the thing with you know with Jake before and the two like uh, aluminum wound C strings, like I don't mind when people ask me questions like, oh, you know, what strings do you use or like any kind of super like beginner questions or super like kind of fanboyish kind of you know like questions and stuff like oh, I want to be just like you want to do this I want to get whatever kind of strings you have whatever kind of you get what strap you have you know like any of those questions I always take seriously because back then that's kind of what saved me like Jake was always super nice enough to like uh, to answer any and all of my questions no matter how noobish it sounded no matter how fanboyish it sounded and he was always super nice to kind of answer my questions honestly and um yeah, so you know, I, I do one to others. You know, yeah, kind of, and kind that's of kind of how you learn, right? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's how you kind of try out different mm-hmm. things and see you, what works for you. Mm-hmm. And you find like somebody you like, or you, <laughs> you like, kind of just emulate, you know? Yeah, whoever yeah. is like good in their field, mm-hmm. right? And then it's just like, oh, I'm gonna copy that person. I'm yeah, gonna try and do what they do. And yeah. I think the the thing about being an effective learner mm-hmm. is like seeing what works for you, and mm-hmm. then like seeing what doesn't work for you, right? Yeah. Like like how you <laughs> eventually were... you gave up on the definitely two. not working. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like if, if you know if you are just like oh, I'm gonna just keep doing it because Jake says yeah like you're, you might have broke yeah might have uh-huh. not ended yeah up. poor like concert Kamaku ukulele like it would have it would have been destroyed if I think I left it on for another couple more weeks after that it would have definitely done some damage to my bridge so thank God got it because uh. The bridge, it's not even like, you know, slotted, um, not slotted, but a pin bridge is like a tie bar bridge. And it wasn't even yeah. a regular tie bar bridge. This is the kind of you made, a, you made a knot at the end with the hole. Uh-huh. So yeah. it was just that and it was pulling on my bridge and I yeah. think it would have messed it up. And I think it did like um, a little bit, but I had it redone when I went to the Philippines in 2000. And that's why, you know, little Easter egg, when you see me playing my concert kamaka it has like the um you know a pick guard in there that's mm-hmm. not like you know um stock. that's not nor stock yeah. with a with a kamaku ukulele it has like the black binding around it which is not stock with the kamaku ukulele because uh they fully like opened up that uke and uh, and refinished it and redid you know did all that resanded it so they ha- would have to uh put um put a new binding on it so that's from emilio lomano in the philippines i don't know if he's still there still does his stuff but he did a really 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 good job um redoing my ukulele i don't recommend you know like getting your ukes redone by anyone other than the uh, the maker but that was a that was a risk that i took and uh, i'm glad it worked out fine <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah it has a really cool like small little pick guard like right here it doesn't really guard anything like it's yeah, it's yeah, at the yeah. wrong place you know it's like just kind uh, of a spanish looking yeah it like looked a... really cool and um and I think he gave me a rosette, like a white rosette too, like mm-hmm. on that on that ukulele. It's really nice. Um, he did he did a great job. He also made an ukulele for me, um, Emilio M. Lumano, E. M. M. Lumano from the Philippines. I don't know if we can uh, find him and put him in the show notes and stuff. If you're hitting him up and whatnot for an ukulele, but yeah, good good stuff. That was 19 years ago, so I don't know if he still does stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it is um, it is time 
It is 2 o'clock, so it is time to say goodbye to all you folks. Thank you so much for tuning in to Thursday Live Lesson. Hopefully, um, you know, we gave you guys some some usable advice. And if not, you know, there's some there's, there's uh, some stories there that we uh, that we told. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed it. Um, check out ukuleleunderground.com to learn some songs in the ukulele. Learn the stuff that we're talking about. Check out that Solo Secrets Revealed uh, series if you guys want to learn more about soloing. Um, check out the brand new lesson with John Cruz. Um, uh, we have a bunch. Uh, Kahai, you're gonna put something up soon, right? I'm gonna try put it up today. Yeah, either today yeah. or tomorrow doesn't matter. I mean, Kahai's gonna put something up. Uh, it's a Q and A that that we did randomly um, on, on I think Monday. Yeah, and you you can find it if you're on Ukulele Underground. You can find it under the live streams. Yeah, so it should be uh, should be good fun. Um, lo- really looking forward to that. There's a bunch of other stuff that um you know that that we're going to be releasing. Follow us on uh, on Instagram and 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 Facebook. We'll see you folks next time. Have a great one. Aloha. Thank you.